All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Power Sports and Rebellion Show. I'm your host, Matt Powers. Thank you again for joining me. Please visit the website, powersportsandrebellion.com. Also, give me a follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. Well, tons of new changes in the past year or so to autograph signings. You got new rules on, on product that can be signed, new autograph limits, and new pricing structures. In today's video, we're going to be talking about all of that. We're going to be talking about rookie card pricing changes, custom specialty helmet pricing changes, inscription, inscription limits, and why only officially licensed items at some signings, all right? So first off, let's talk about rookie card pricing. You may have seen a, a bunch of recent signings posted with special pricing for athletes to sign a rookie card. You may be kind of shocked by some of those prices. Non-rookie cards will fall into the general flat pricing or whatever the cheapest option is for that athlete. However, rookie cards will oftentimes be the most expensive autograph being offered. You may ask yourself, why is that? You know, you, uh, you know, it's just to sign a rookie card. It's the same as another card. It should fall into the same pricing. Why is it different? Well, we all know that sports cards really started taking off in 2020 i mean rookie card pricing of the superstar athletes really started hitting all-time highs and of course when athletes start seeing you know memorabilia of theirs and also cards of theirs start going up in value well they take notice and when they see that, uh, that adding their signature to their rookie card can sometimes double triple or even add more value than that they want to get more compensation for that transaction, okay? So that's why you're seeing pricing jumping on rookie cards for some athletes. Very similar to game-used autograph pricing, all right? You'll see that being in a higher tier bracket because the athlete knows once they add their, athlete, their autograph to that, pricing will jump up, all right? So again, not every athlete charges more for a rookie card autograph, all right? Let me give you an example. Two Fanatics exclusives are coming up here. You can check out the website and see all the signings that we have for, for those two guys. But Jerry Rice and Joe Montana both have different pricing for rookie cards, right? Montana has a $1,200 charge to sign a rookie card. Yes, you heard that right, $1,200. Jerry Rice right now? no special pricing to sign a rookie, okay? It just falls under just a standard pricing, all right? So while it does suck that, you know, other athletes charge more for a rookie card autograph, like in Montana's cases, case, I still think it's worth it for most athletes, all right? Having an autographed rookie card of one of the best players of all time is an item that I just don't see going down in demand. It's one that everyone's gonna wanna have in their collection, all right? So let's move on to custom specialty and helmet pricing. You may have seen some dealers have uh, had an upper charge on athletes signing custom or specialty helmets. So they'll charge maybe an extra $50 or $100 to sign a specialty helmet. This is kind of a new phenomenon here. So if you don't know what a specialty helmet it is, it's like an Eclipse or a Blaze helmet or like a Speed Flex sometimes. And a custom helmet will be kind of like one of those hydro dipped helmets that you see on the market all the time. Uh, not a huge fan of those. It just kind of, I don't know, it just kind of looks funky. I know a lot of people really like it, but it just kind of seems like you just kind of ran out of ideas or you threw all your ideas in one helmet. And it just doesn't make sense for me in the Hydro one. But again, I know people really like them, all right? So again, you'll see sometimes with some of these dealers, they'll charge an additional $50 to $100. Why are they doing this? What's the point of this? You know, I don't see any point to it. I see it as just really just a money grab. 
a helmet is a helmet, right? I mean, the reason those custom and specialty helmets sell for far more money than, say, your, your standard helmet isn't because the, of the athlete adding that autograph to it. It's generally because the cost of the actual helmet themselves is significantly higher than the standard ones. Take uh, the authentic specialty helmets. Those sometimes sell unsigned for like 400 bucks. Speedflex sell for about 500 to 600. While typically a standard, you know, non-specialty helmet, authentic sells for about $200, all right? So to me, it's just a helmet. They're all the same here. Again, I'm not a big fan of this $50 or $100 upcharge. I think it's, I think it's just a money grab, and I think we can definitely get, uh, get rid of it ASAP, all right? And let's talk about inscription limits. You may have uh, you know, seen some inscriptions that some of my signings sell out rather quickly. And you may be asking, like, why are inscriptions sold out? Why can't I get an inscription? Well, many signings right now have limits that they put on, on dealers for the amount of inscriptions that can be sold. So, for example, some athlete signings are going to have like a 10% cap on inscriptions, meaning only 10% of the autographs that I send in can have an inscription, all right? So if I sell 100 autographs of, say, Brett Favre, for example, only 10 inscriptions are, are the, is the amount that I can sell, all right? So you can see how this can sell out rather quickly. And customers kind of get frustrated by it, and that I totally get it. So that's kind of why I wanted to add this into this video here is why do they do this? Why wouldn't they just want to make all the money they can, get all the inscriptions, gather as much revenue as they can. Well, it all comes down to logistics, right? In most cases, writing an inscription out can take longer than the actual autograph. Here's why. You have to look at the instructions on the item. You gotta make sure you know exactly where uh, uh, it's going, where the, exactly where the customer wants. And you gotta look at it and make sure that you spell everything correctly, all right? Sometimes some things are personalizations or they've got a bunch of different stats and you wanna make sure that you get your stats correct there. Sometimes the athlete doesn't know their stats, and I, I I know that comes as a shock to you. But when you know, if you played 20 years in the NFL, you might forget how many total receiving yards you've had or how many yards you had in your MVP year. So you have to look at everything and write it all down and make sure that you get it exactly 100% the way the customer wants it, and that just takes time. Also, when you have a signing with an athlete, sometimes you're very limited in time. Sometimes you may only have an hour or two, and if the athlete is writing out inscriptions all day long, all right, and not signing items for the customers, a lot of customers' items won't get signed. So that's why inscriptions are really limited. If you have a 500 pieces sold, okay, and let's say a guy just won the Super Bowl MVP, you can't have every piece of that get an inscription, all right, even if everybody wants it. And the reason why is, again, going back to our example, that it takes the athlete sometimes longer to write that inscription than it does the actual autograph, okay? So that's why inscription limits are put in place. It's just to make sure that all the items that are uh, need to be autographed can get autographed in the allotted time. All right, so let's talk about officially licensed items. Why some signings require only officially licensed items. And you'll see this at a lot of signings that I do that of uh, Fanatics guys. So any Fanatics, athlete or any signing that Fanatics is doing, all the items have to be officially licensed. Every single item. All right? Otherwise, it will not get signed. Right? So that means no uh, unofficially licensed photos, Okay, nothing you print off in your house, right? no custom jerseys, uh, no custom helmets, no um, stuff like the uh, hydro dip stuff. They won't sign any of that. All right? 
And this is kind of confusing to a little people, and so I thought I'd explain it here. So why do they have this in place? Well, in Fanatics' case, they run pretty much every league's website, okay? They run the NFL website, NBA website, MLB website, etc. And the NFL is also part owner of Fanatics, all right? So put yourself in Fanatics' shoes, all right? You've got these licensing deals with all these companies to, you know, print photos, which Fanatics can do now. They also make their own, you know, style of jersey, the Fanatics brand style. And why would you want to ruin that relationship while offering, like, having non-licensed items to be signed at your signing, right? I mean, that's going to cause a huge issue for you with arguably the, you know, most important relationships that you have with the NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL, all right? So it just doesn't make sense for them to, to risk any of that and risk those partnerships. I mean, that's what makes Fanatics Fanatics is that they have all these partnerships with these leagues. Now, if you're uh, autograph signing offering, like say it's a non-Fanatics guy, let's just say, for example, uh, Brett Favre signing was just coming up there. So if you wanted to send in like a customer specialty helmet, that one Brett Favre could definitely sign. And they did have, going back to our previous example, they did have a uh, $50 upcharge, I believe, on the or on these custom specialty helmets on those ones, all right? So uh, again, that's something you always want to keep in mind when you're trying to get a specialty helmet signed is, is there going to be an upcharge on this one so you can make sure that you uh, factor in that into your budget, right? But again, I personally like only offering officially licensed items at every single signing. And the reason why is I think officially licensed uh, product offers the best quality and I'm all about offering the best quality to customers. And that's why I always encourage them to send in officially licensed items. I think they turn out the best. They allow for the, the pen to flow the best. And at the end of the day, you're just going to uh, really like that item on your wall, knowing that you got the best possible quality, which, again, is always officially licensed items. So that's why you'll see some signings with officially licensed items and some items, some signings with not. It's generally, typically just the fanatic stuff where you got to have the officially licensed product. And again, if you're sending stuff in for a signing that I'm taking part with with Fanatics and you're not sure if the item is officially licensed, I know it can be confusing, always reach out to me. Let me know. Send me some pictures and I can tell you uh, 100% if that item is officially licensed. All right. So hope you guys like this episode here on uh, some of the autograph signing changes that have just recently happened. Some good, some bad, some okay. Um, but yeah, let me know. Comment below what you guys think about that rookie card autograph pricing. Do you... Uh, you know, accept it. Is it something that you're willing to deal with or is it something that you're uh, not going to be taking part of? Let me know what you guys think about all those custom helmets and stuff like that. Do you guys like it in those signs, especially those hydro dipped ones? I'm not a huge fan of them, but I know, again, I know people really, really like them. Again, visit the website, powersportsmobility.com and also give me a follow over there on Instagram at powersautographs and I will see you on the next episode.